We survived. First flight is done. Yes. Welcome to the podcast. Um, if you're just joining us for the first time, we have just travelled with our baby on his very first flight at four months of age. And um, there was a lot of anxiety in the lead up. Absolutely. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely uh, a good feeling to get that one out the way. Yeah. Um, and feeling a little bit more confident. Yeah. We've still got to get the flight back home That's now. it. So we might have had a lucky <laughs> flight. but uh... Yeah. If you are enjoying the podcast, thank you so much for listening. We have had some amazing feedback. So please keep it coming because um, we're doing this for no other reason than to share this journey and to, I guess, to help other people feel less alone. Um, so it is called First Time Parents and it's our unedited, unfiltered account of parenthood in all its shitty and glorious moments and that's pretty much how it's been yeah so this i think for me was probably one of my biggest fears yeah um flying i think i i think most parents their first flight it would be terrifying because you're just trapped in a cabin there's no escaping you've got all these devil eyes staring at you judging you because we were once (laughs) one of those people going bloody hell of course you sat next to a baby and the bloody thing cried the whole time (laughs) now i feel bad feeling that way before because now being a parent and having that angst of shit is my baby going to cry the whole time and we're not going to be able to settle them Mm. that to me is like was or was a big fear it still is but at least having this first flight done it's a big weight off my shoulders i feel well actually i don't know if i feel bad about this but i would just be one of those people that would have to be with be that person now is i always said that planes should have sections where it's kids and babies and you you put them all together so that well, if sense. kids are kicking, they're kicking other kids in the back of the seat. Because let's be honest, kids, no. kids kick. That's um, the our kid will not be kicking. <laughs> that is the parents' problem. Yeah, this is true. And the parents need to pull their heads in there. But you know what? It's funny how I think you have patience and tolerance when you become a parent. And, you know, it's kind of like you're gifted it as soon as you're gifted the baby, basically. I'm still waiting for my <laughs> gift. <laughs> well, I've definitely got it. You and, have, yeah. Um, yeah, well, let's talk about travel with a baby because we were pretty anxious and nervous in the lead up. Now, I know when I get anxious, I get snappy, I turn off, I like anger comes out for me in my anxiety. And I was trying to process this that would packed everything. So it wasn't just even the flight that I was worried about. I was worried about like, what do you take away with a baby? So we'll bring him home to my hometown of Bathurst in New South Wales. So we could always buy stuff. Like, I think you forget that. Yeah, I think I tried to remind you that. I think the main thing is is having your emergency toys or mm. nappies. Those things you have to have because you can't buy them on a plane. But yeah. when you get to your destination, you can always buy more nappies or more dummies or more yeah. toys or more clothes. But as long as you at least got that emergency kit whilst mm. you're on the plane. and Well, we'd never have to ta- take in a stroller or anything like that. But should, um, should we delve into the fact that both of us forgot to actually book our baby onto the flight? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> Did right. Did you forget about that? I forgot about that just then. Yeah, that was a funny one because we booked our flights oh, maybe six, oh, six odd months ago. We so are bad. We well, knew we, we, knew we were we having a baby. Yeah, we, we didn't pregnant. have him at the time. But yeah, I don't know if we completely forgot or just sort of you just rock up with an under well, two-year-old and well, away what, you go. This is what I was thinking about because we didn't know what we were having. We didn't know whether we were having a boy or a girl. We didn't have a name for them. That's so what it I been. think when we booked it, we just went, oh, well, we can't book for the baby yet. So we'll book this and then we'll call back with the baby because we knew that they were free if they're under two years. 
Yeah. Did we? That, no, that, must, <laughs> that, must, that makes sense now. Because, what, it was two days before the flight and you yelled out, babe, babe, come here. And because you were sick at the time and I went into the bedroom and I was like, yeah, what's wrong? Like, can I get you anything? And you said, um, I'm pretty sure we forgot to book Memphis on the flight. And I was like, no, we wouldn't do that. I was so embarrassed. But then in my on. head, I was like, oh my God, I don't, I have no recollection of booking him. So we must have forgotten him. But I didn't, in that moment, I was like, I can't be a bad parent. I can't be a bad parent. <laughs> home alone. Like, Here we go, leaving him at home. But you were so embarrassed. But Everything went pretty well. It did, yeah. They were great. So I uh, called them up and they transferred me and they said, yep, no problems. Um, Master Memphis Griffiths is now on your flight. So <laughs> I hate was... how these boys get master and the girls still get miss. Like what kind of world are we living in? 2020 apparently. <laughs> but, yeah, so it was uh, don't panic. Apparently it happens a lot. Just make sure you probably get him on or him or her on the flight yeah. before you get to the airport that might be a bit of a trouble but um yeah we did it two days before the flight and it yeah. worked out fine well do you know apparently so i got because we put this on instagram i got messaged by a fair few people that had already done it themselves and a few of them said yeah we've, we haven't booked our baby on and then we got to the airport and realized and they were fine with it and then a lady from Qantas call center said it happens all the time. So I don't think... So we're not alone. I don't think we're in the bad parent category yet. No. <laughs> plenty, plenty of time to catch up on that. Yeah. But yeah, we were pretty anxious in the lead up. Like I said, I was going a little bit anger town, a little bit snap, 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 snappy. Um, but that was because, I, like I said, I, I think it was just everything accumulating. Like I didn't know how it was going to be. Also the pressure, like I want to be able to travel with him alone this this year because if you haven't heard I'm going to be the stay-at-home mum now our roles have changed and you're going to be back to work and that's something that we you know we've decided that that was kind of where we're going with 2020 so I want to be able to travel alone with him so I think the pressure I was putting pressure on my mind as if you were traveling on your own well no just like you must be really good because otherwise I'll I'll be stuck in Perth for the rest of my life because I'll never travel with him ever again (laughs) do you know what I mean so I was I was looking at the future instead of the now yeah like let's just get this one flight together Mm. out the way and done with we've got each other and like you say you do get caught up and you just think of the worst case scenario but it's just taking your time and maybe we started you started packing like two three days before and I think that's a Mm. good thing because you can you know, get the bulk of it done then and then you go over it again and go over it again. And yeah. then by the third or fourth time you've gone over, you've then gone, I'm pretty confident that I've got everything. Yeah. You know, your main thing is, is you carry on just, just to make sure you do have everything and um, you, well, well, that's what, your like, breast pump if you're going on a yeah. long haul flight, well, things so like that, you know. it's um, that, And that's the thing I think always, I always get the panic of like, oh, my God, I'm going to be over 20 kilos but now with a baby, I had him in my bag. We had to have the stroller. I had to take all my pumps. I had to take like his toys. We had to take some nappies and stuff. Like I said, you can buy most of the stuff there, but like there are important things if you are pumping. Like but, you need on carry-on. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. the carry-on stuff, I think was, I got some really good tips because when like that was another thing. I was like, how much carry-on can we take? You know, yeah. 
Um, but they, they're cool with you taking your nappy bag and then one piece carry on each. So you've got plenty. But one person pointed out to me, make sure you take a change of clothes for yourself, which I try to remember anyway in everyday life because I've got you a... shit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got a little vomiter. Oh. We, our baby's a little vomiter. Or, or he does explosive poos. I thought you meant before we had him, you always take a spare <laughs> no. change of clothes. That's what I was like. <laughs> right oh, yeah, because occasionally I poo my pants. I, I need adult diapers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a really good tip. And just keep your bag really organized. Yeah, it's easy to make it unorganized. <laughs> but I think if you try to stay on top, because yeah. when your baby's gone mental, you want to be able to put your hand in the bag mm. and have your eyes shut pretty much and know exactly where the things yeah. are. If they're not, when someone doesn't put them back in the right spot. What? It's oh. annoying. So, what Do they actually have spots? Because I just have them in pockets together. I think I have it organised better than you. I put it back to where they were before. But yeah, but sometimes, sometimes that's wrong. Well, that's where it was before, so... Oh, God, here he goes. This is what I have to deal with. Well, this is the thing. If everyone's <laughs> in the same on the same page, there's no problem, so... Um, also, really awesome tip, baby carrier. Definitely take yeah, your baby carrier handy. to the... Oh, well, if you've so... got to carry your hand luggage, yeah. your, your, uh, your check-in... But even, like, because Virgin, who we flew with, they had their... Um, their machines had basically shit themselves when they we got there. They needed a spare change of clothes, <laughs> didn't they? <laughs> so it was hectic there. Usually you can walk in, you do, you quickly check in and then Drop you head. Drop your bags and off yeah, you go. Yeah, but we had to wait around. Now your arms and everything would be so sore. Definitely take a baby carrier just in case for delays and stuff, I reckon. It yep. was, and like that was as soon as we were getting off, I was like, yeah, quick, I want to put my baby carrier on because I didn't know it was easy. Um, but let's talk about the actual flight. How do you think, because like you said, you were anxious and nervous. It was more just for the judgmental eyes that you were worried about and him going crazy. Yeah. Like if I was on, if we were just on in our own car, say flying, and mm. there was no one else, I wouldn't give a shit. <gasps> flying cars. That'd be cool. I'll patent that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I, I couldn't really <laughs> Pretty care Pretty sure less. George Jetson did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't really care less about that. I guess, yeah, I do have the fear of one, annoying other people because I know it's our responsibility yeah. to... To do our best to keep the oh, baby quiet. No, but this is, babe, I guess, myself. Stop. The pressure on myself. Yeah, we don't have a responsibility to keep our baby quiet. Well, you do. That's what we all have to remember. No, sometimes babies. You do your best. Like, but if you that's can't. the way that they communicate. Yeah, but we shouldn't put that pressure on ourselves. That's yeah. That is why we all get so um, anxious. But it's yourself. It's not general public i guess doing that it's okay for a baby to cry i think yeah. we all have to remember that. and this is what but i think now bear too- in mind wind back the clock like a couple of years oh, ago no, you would be giving death stares you would melt the back but- of the parents head headrest <laughs> with your eyes but can i just do you know what i always think now because i do sometimes get a little bit panicky i have to remember i go all these people were babies that cried every yeah, single every, one of them exactly we're so- like so for the person who's giving you the judgmental state, you were a baby once, mate, and you probably shat yourself as well and cried. Yeah, exactly. Put it back on them. But, like, uh, you know, we didn't fortunately have anyone that was, you know, giving us the devil eyes or, you know, mm. we actually had a couple of parents or people that spoke to us and said, oh, you know, well done. You had a really good first flight. And it's yeah. Just, it's nice to hear that. But, yeah, so when we first got on the plane, I think it was kind of, I actually felt a little bit relieved because that was a little bit stressful getting to the plane. Yeah, you know? also, top tip, leave a little bit earlier when you have a baby. <laughs> yeah, we sort of thought we could do it all in the same amount of time that we had normally. Yeah. So we were sort of literally getting on and as it was the last call. The lady at the counter was like, oh, yeah, where's Memphis's was- ticket? I was like, 
Yeah, we didn't. I don't print know. Your stupid too. machine didn't print it off. Don't put that on us. Yeah, that was delays. Like that wasn't our fault. But yeah, we we got on the plane and then we got him buckled in his own little baby seat. Yeah, they bucket. have like little infant seat belts. It's so cute, and they're attached to your seat belt. And that's when I was like, "Oh God, he's not going to enjoy this because he's going to feel a bit restrained." And mm, you he could of, barely. He barely noticed. He wasn't. He wasn't that bad. And then there was you've been um, tipped off saying like when you're going up and down with the pressures of your ears. Yeah. You want them to be on the boob to sort of suck, suck and pop well, their ears. Or people say dummy, but he doesn't take a dummy, so that so. We it, were like, geez, we've got to get the timing right. I know. You don't want to get him on and too we, early because <laughs> then he might come off as you're just taking off. And so. we peaked too early, didn't we? I got him on when we started moving, and then we kind of stopped for a little bit. And then he has been really fussy with eating at the moment. He's going through a leap and his loss of appetite. So he's feeding only for like little tiny. 10 seconds. Yeah, 10 seconds. Oh, I'm done. His head. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, shit. And then he did like, he started to squawk like, Wah! and I was like, oh my God, please. Don't. And that's when my panic started. Well, then you're like having one, one second in one position. No, that doesn't work. Another position for another second. Like you don't even give him a chance, but you do panic and you try everything you can. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, I just wanted to be swallowed up because I was like, oh no. But he literally screamed for maybe like two seconds. Yeah. It was only a few minutes and then, yeah, he just and then seemed he, to And settle. then he did go on the boob and he, and he seemed to settle and then... Um, and then and then he, he slept for he was, like an hour and a half or something. Yeah, because well, he was sleeping on me. Yeah, I think that's why. That's the key. <laughs> but it was um, it was good. I was like, this is great, Heidi. You cannot. You said to me, I need to go to the toilet. I said, you, you, you suck that back. That is, you are not going. You are staying here till we land. Even like with the food and stuff, you're like, do not move a muscle. And I'm like, I was, I was like, do you want, do you want to hold the baby? I was like, no, nah, you're doing a good job. <laughs> um, and then he woke up, <clears throat> had a poo explosion. So that was that was lucky that we um, bought the change of clothes because he needed to have a change of clothes, which, you know, because always when they have the poo explosion, it's because they're sitting on you and it's the pressure. So they just go up the back. So it was lucky. <laughs> it was lucky that we did that. And then. There was a, another little part that I was maybe a little bit concerned because we were trying to rock him back to sleep and he was getting quite alert and um, one of the flight attendants were in, because it was an Airbus, were in one of the areas that wasn't in the cabin because he was a little bit, he was squirming a little bit, probably about to go full next level crazy and I was like, quick, get him out. So I was patting his bum, rocking him and then one of the flight attendants came through and he was just making so much bloody noise. <clears throat> I thought, come on, mate, you can't you see that we've got a baby here that we're trying to get respect, to sleep? Yeah. Um, and then we ended up getting him back to sleep and went back and sat down and then next minute we're, we're about to land and, and he wouldn't take the boob and I thought, oh, my God. But it didn't even. What about the, what about the ears? You know, in my head I'm starting to stress. Everyone said to me, boob, 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 boob. That's all you need, boob, 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 boob. But he started sucking my finger really, really hard. So I just let him suck my finger as we landed. And, and that was, and he didn't even squeal, didn't make one little noise. No, like I remember my ears were popping and I don't know if our ears will pop around the same time. Yeah. But I didn't see him bat an eyelid or nothing. He was, he was happy as Larry. He was, oh. you know, cruising into Sydney, just like, oh yeah, no dramas. Yeah. So what would be your tip? Cause so for heaps of people <laughs> said they wanted to us to do a podcast on traveling. For us, it was a success. Like we said, we don't know if it was a fluke yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cause we are, we do have to get back to our hometown 
um, of Perth, we did have to travel in a car as well from Sydney to Bathurst. And that was about a three and a half hour drive. And we just made sure he was fed beforehand. My mum was in the back seat with him. She had some of his toys to play with. She's always a good entertainer. She always has wiggles or some nursery rhymes on the phone, on hand, just in case the squealing starts. Yeah, well, but he's pretty lucky. He, he's a good driver. Um, yeah. Well, is he? Yeah. <laughs> he's been driving for Dad's 18 years back. now. <laughs> but no, he's, he's really good in the car. He's um, He manages to generally self-settle. Yeah. And then usually out for a, his normal sleep, 45 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we stopped once on a three-hour journey. Well, and, and that's it. We had to cha- we had to change him. He did a massive poo explosion again. So you know, change tables in the to go to the toilet. So change tables in the back is always a good idea. And then we grabbed a coffee, and then I did a bit more feeding. We did a bit of a boob stop. What I would probably suggest in the drivers, I think, as the adults, you got to suck it up. If you need to go to the toilet, try and hold on to it until the baby wakes you up. Because if you upset them, you may have just spoiled the whole journey. Because <laughs> I was just like, no, nah, we'll keep going until. Memphis tells us we have to stop. Yeah. That's how I feel. And look, if you've got to go, you got to go. But I would like to say, don't wake um, a sleeping baby. It's Think a bit about like how much you them. need to pee when you're drunk. Some people have bladders like that. Hey, yep, I know. That's what I say. If you've got to go, you got to go. But I would say hold out as long as you can because that might, say if you've got a longer drive, yeah. that might be like then the baby's awake and kicking and screaming if you have a bad traveller. Yeah. So, and, and what are your tips for flying? Because I know that I think a lot of people are in the same boat as you and I. Yeah. That really anxious. So firstly, make sure you book your baby on the flight. <laughs> yeah. I would say just really double, triple, quadruple yeah. check your, um, your nappy bag that you're taking on board with you. And one thing that I will give you a good tip on is um, have a travel pillow because we didn't even really think to bring ours and they are a good pillow that you can use because you can scrunch them up and take the air out of them so they are compact and then yep. you open them up and they spring back up. But I asked the, the, the hostie and he did not have one. He said that's only for first class. So that's or probably international flights. Yeah. I said, what about a blanket to roll up? He goes, no, we don't have them. That's with Virgin, so yeah. I doubt it. you would get it on the uh, other cheaper airlines. So, And, you know, there are ways. So the people in front of us, they had a place where you could put a bassinet. So, you will you know, pay more for the You seat. will pay more, but I think thinking ahead. If the if, baby's a bit bigger as well. Well, we would. I would have got a bassinet one if, to I, if I booked my baby in. <laughs> Yeah, but we didn't. That's all right. You are the human bassinet. <laughs> <laughs> Baby carrier, definitely get one of those. Like we said, keep organised, change your clothes for all of you guys. Um, and what else? And Just... snacks, I think, if yeah. you've got some snacks for yourself because you might be sitting there in that one position and, you know, you don't really want to have to get up and get something or whatever. Have, yeah. have like, your partner if you've got one with you. Mate, you should do that anyway. Every time you go to work and stuff, I always have nuts and stuff near the couch. So if I get stuck with him, if he's in one of those moods or a leap or whatever, I always got, got, I've always got snacks around. Yeah. Especially if you're breastfeeding. Oh, my God. Yeah. Suck so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I think like we said, just remember that everyone has been a baby before you and, you know, if they've never had kids, they were a baby themselves. Babies cry. So don't feel like pressure to keep your baby quiet. Obviously, you know, the hosties were amazing. All of them were like, we see babies all the time. Don't stress. They always cry on the way up and they always cry on the way down. Yeah. You know, because of their alone. little ears yeah. and stuff. 
and, and also they could have little gas pains, anything. Like I get gas on flights. So yeah, so sure you know, babies do too. Exactly. But yeah, like you said earlier on, definitely give yourself a bit more time. Yeah. Because everyone at an airport, I think, generally does get a, a heightened level of stress because of, you know, missing your plane is a pretty big deal. So having a kid thrown into the mix is just another stress. So yeah. you can take one of those stresses out, just get there early. I know no one likes sitting around the airport scratching their ass until their flight leaves. <laughs> <laughs> but at least if you get there earlier, then that's just one that's less That's a really bad worry. visual. Scratching your ass. That's a good old saying. <laughs> Um, well, you know, I'm definitely going to listen to this podcast before I fly again, because I feel like we've done it, we've, po- we've painted it in a really positive light. <laughs> well, we have had, we have had, I think, a, a bloody blessed uh, baby on this last yeah. flight and drive. We'll so. let you know how we go on our next how do you, flight. How do you feel it's going to go? I think he'll be okay. I think like everyone says, travel while they're this young. He is going to be, it's going to be an extra hour flight. It'll be five hours instead of four. four oh my four God, half, so. me. And we've got to get back to Sydney as well, another three and a half hours. Yeah. So we've split that up. We're going to split that up. That's we'll, what I we'll suggest as well. Doing eight day. to 10 hours travel with a baby. I mean, some people have to, obviously, but if we can split it, that's what we're going to do. Um, anyway, I can see on the baby monitor, oh, pack your baby monitor if you're traveling as well. Yes. That's There's a another good one. tip. Yep. <laughs> I can see him now. He's just starting to wake. Um, yeah, well, thank you so much for listening. Like I said, we've had amazing feedback on this podcast. Um, we're doing it for no other reason than for you to feel less alone because we're all going through the same thing, especially as first-time parents. So if you do have any topic suggestions or if you want to shoot us a message, head to my website, HeidiLeeAnderson.com. Um, or you can find us both on socials as well. But yeah, leave a review, make sure you subscribe and make sure you tell all your friends about it if you're loving it. And thanks for listening. Cheers. Love ya. Bye. Bye.